Hey everybody, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey podcast. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, of course, welcome on in. We're in the book of John, the Gospel of John. Remember, there's four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Matthew, Mark, and Luke are called synoptic Gospels because they're pretty similar in the stories they tell and sort of how they're structured. John is a different. John lays out a little differently than the other three, so John's not included in that definition of synoptic. Now, John's laid out basically into two parts. Now, you can go and Google this, and you can find people who disagree, but my two cents is John has two major sections. John chapter 1, and then the rest. <laughs> John chapter 1 is really focused on the theology of Jesus Christ. Now, in theological terms, we call that Christology. It's very concerned that we understand the nature of who Jesus is. Now, the the rest of the chapters live that out and prove that out and tell the story of Jesus so there's no mystery that he is who John 1 says he is, right? <laughs> By all the major miracles. Seven major miracles then are contained um, in the book of John. So, we come to verse 14, which is the key verse in all the chapter. And it says this, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as the only son from the father, or begotten from the father, fully full of grace and truth. Now, the idea here is that the word became flesh. So who is the word? Because it's capitalized. If you had your Bible in front of you, you would see it. It's capitalized. So it's a it's a noun. It's referring to a person. So who is the word that became flesh? So let's just look at that right there. And we see that this word became flesh and dwelt among us, actually became a human, didn't pretend to be a human, didn't um, sort of fake us out that he was human, he actually became human and lived among humanity. So who is the word? Well, let's go back to John 1, 1 and see who it is. In the beginning, in the very beginning, now what does that mean? That doesn't mean the beginning of time. It means the beginning of this world. The word in the beginning was the word, meaning the word was already there. The word had no real beginning. He is, whoever this word is, eternal, has always been and always will be. And then it goes on and says, and the word was with God. That means there was a uh, connection, right? There was, a, uh, they were in proximity. The word was with God, participated. That also means participated in all of God's doings. So the word was with God. And look at this. And the word was God. So whoever this word is, who became flesh, became all flesh and is all God. Now, verse two says, it was in the beginning with the word. Uh, with He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him was not anything made that was made. So we see that this word who was with God and was God was also part of the creative process. He was involved in creating everything that is. So by virtue of that, he was before anything that was created. That means, again, he is eternal. So let's go back down to verse 14. So the word was with God, was God, was part of the creation process, was with God in the creating uh, aspects, right, of everything that was created. And so in verse 14, here's what we get. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And look at this. And we have seen his glory, glory of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. So I want to ask you a question. Who became flesh and dwelt among us? 
Well, the answer is Jesus. Jesus is all God, all man who became flesh and came on this earth. Now, why is this important to know that Jesus is all God and all man? Why? Because very early on, very early on, not long after Jesus' resurrection and the church began to move in the book of Acts, certain heresies came up. And these heresies sought to, to whittle away at the nature of Jesus. Because here's the deal. Christianity, hello, this isn't going to be a big news flash, and I'm not going to win a Nobel Prize for this. But Christianity is built on the person of Jesus Christ. So if Jesus Christ and his nature can be whittled away, can be lessened, can be changed in any way, shape, or form, then our faith is pretty empty. Because it is this Jesus who would die on the cross for our sins. He would do for us what we could not and cannot do for ourselves. And that is be good enough, the Bible says righteous enough, to be good enough to earn the favor and the acceptance of God into the perfect place called heaven. We can never do that on that on our own. So we needed the perfect sacrifice, all God, all man dying for us. And Jesus Christ is the one who did it. And John 14 says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory. The glory as the only son from the father who is full of grace and truth. Now I want you to join us next time because we're going to get into this phrase full of grace and truth and talk about some of the attempts to change our understanding of who Jesus Christ really is. If there's dangerous stuff out there, and man, we want to protect you. Why? Because we want to give you real grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much, and we thank you for your word, that it's clear and it's true, and it tells us exactly who Jesus is. And it tells us also, Father, how we can know you through him. We thank you for this. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, God's blessings on you. Love you. And we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.